Welcome, everybody, to the Tipped and Stiffed podcast with your hosts, Cade Almarez and Jared Sturridge. Oh, people, why even? You don't need the read. No one actually needs the read. Books are were meant to be burned. Let's be honest. You look at every book and yeah. you go, there's about 60 hours of my time that could be divvied up to uh, porn, Fortnite, and the occasional part-time shift. So, hey... <laughs> What's the solution? You just think about it or you just listen to it, right? Yeah, uh, that's what filled it. And podcasts filled that. Right. Um, I like listening to listening to books. I have, I have Audible, which, uh, you know, obviously is uh, Jeff Bezos' birth child. And I really like giving him $15 a month. I think he deserves it. He works hard. He made the product for me. And he actually does all the reads for every book. No, not a lot really? of people know that. Yeah, every, he, he he does the reads for every book. Wow, that's why he he deserves so much money from Audible. And this is a weird one. I've been I've been listening to a a good book recently called Sex, Money, Murder. It's about a it's about uh, gangs in New York in the eighties about crack, and the projects and police, and all that stuff. And hmm. he reads it as a white man. And I I was looking at the reviews for the book. They were pretty good. People felt that they were uh, appropriate. Like they felt the book was very good. Some people just felt it weird that he was reading uh, the lines where the N word was repeated a lot during during some of the some of the conversations. Well, when you get to have that have that much money, you you become every race. You can say kind of whatever you want. Right. Well, if, he kind of if looks, we're being honest, he kind of looks like an alien. So yeah. He kinda, can aliens say the slurs that only apply to? The world we know, right? So, so you gotta ask that when you talk about Mark Zuckerberg right, he or Bezos. He, I mean, if he just lost, I mean, his his head his head has already lost hair. So if it like if if his eyebrows went away, everything about him like characteristically went away, and maybe mm-hmm. was a little grayer, uh, and had a little more money, I think I think we all understand why he was, uh, why he does the reads. So mm-hmm. I felt I feel a bit uncomfortable listening to it because he says it a lot. Uh, in the book, but um, it's still nonetheless very interesting. Um, it's uh, in New York, in the Bronx, in the 80s, and you know he even reads it with like uh, a slang, like when he voices the 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 obviously African American characters as young kids. He kind of does like this accent, and then he says it, and then he says the N word repeatedly. Well, that's sweet. <laughs> I don't. I he. Hey, it's his company, but that I just find I think I think he's, uh, I think that's a it's, pro- it's progressive. I think it's pro- it's, it's brave of him to sure. do that. Um, kind of, I, I'm champion. only the worst part is I'm only like joking three quarters of the way in yeah. this. That's <laughs> <Yep. laughs> uh, most of this is happening because, except for well, the book actually does have a white guy yeah. saying the N word doing the read, and I just I think it is Jeff Bezos, and I think he's a liar, but. Um, it, it's it's very interesting learning about New York and and that part of uh, the eighties of how bad the crack crack epidemic was. And then when you read it, you're like, um, how 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 can we make things better? Like, 
right? You think, and you look at these older problems and you think of like the drug war, because that's when the say no, the drugs, all that, that Nancy Reagan, all that stuff was going on. And then you had like uh, crack coming in way faster than the mafia was bringing heroin uh, through like the cartels going through Miami, bringing cocaine, all this stuff. And, and, and um, how it wreaked havoc when the projects were made. And also the fact that the projects were all built by like this one guy uh, his city planning and there's a like r- good book that talks about how he pretty much like purposely segregated the entire city based on his city planning like making mm. um, bridges the neighborhoods that could only be like one way in one way out stuff like uh, mm. removing bus transit systems to the beach so that only people who owned cars could get to the beach wow right wow people who could it's that easy it's, to do yeah he did all that uh, and people at his time were like he's the pioneer in new york and then 20 years later like actually this guy was a tyrant and a closeted possibly openly racist so hey i'm just saying um jeff bezos is is uh brave for shedding light on such a book um you know taking I, the time out of his busy day jeff bezos should be the build, next builder in new york jeff bezos should be the next builder of the entire country and he should just build as many amazon fulfillment centers that have like whole towns should be amazon fulfillment centers with mm-hmm. one way in one you way should, out you should be born there and die there right but the moment that you get in when you try to get out they have like an amazon drone that just shoots you yeah just like an but instead of a walmart greeter they just have a gun that kill you because like if you, you there's where you're gonna go like there's no world right. outside of these fulfillment centers so like they're doing you a favor by putting you down before you leave the facility right and you're and, better off there to be honest and jeff bezos knows and he's right that he is better yeah. than you and that's why he uses yeah. so much of his money to to go to space because he wants to lead the planet because I think he knows that he'll never be made the great American planner to, to divvy out his ideas. So well, we owe him to, that to let him do that. Right. But I think he knows that he's going to have to go to Mars to, to, to make um, the beachfront only accessible to certain people. So it's a good read. It's a good read. It's called uh, Sex, Money, Murder. I'm only like uh, maybe 30. I'm only like an hour in. It's pretty good. It is interesting. But uh, I, I just find um, I find that interesting because it's almost like, uh, uh, you know, I, I just don't tune into politics anymore. I don't go on Twitter for like Twitter is just politics or just the a bunch of unfunny people. And then the occasional like on my Twitter, the things I find on Twitter. I look. Boy. I'm not gonna take the time. I don't want to. I, you see I, like five accounts, and they're and they're insane. They're interesting. The weirdest thing about what is going on? Yeah, there's the windows open in the room that we're in right now because it's very hot in the studio. Jeff Bezos is outside. That's his. That's him making the. That's barking. his German. That's his German Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds familiar. Should we shut the windows? We should shut this window. Okay, shut we'll that have a little window. bit of air in the back one. Okay. Jared getting up, hitting the microphone stand to, to shut the window. Um, yes, but in the audio book, there is a old white man saying the N-word repeatedly throughout the book, and many people were suggesting that they should change it to where it is a a uh, black narrator and i think that is uh i it, it i think it would be a little more respectful but hey hey i don't make the rules daddy bezos does and he he can he can say who can say it i guess when you have that much money 
I don't know. I had an English teacher who would, um, when I was like a sophomore or maybe a freshman, we read a book about, um, ah, what, I can't remember exactly what period it was about or what it was called, but he would try to like desensitize us to that word, to the N word. Interesting. By making you say it repeatedly. (laughs) Writing it. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Write it 50 times. Yeah. (laughs) No, he would, he, he once stood up on a desk and he like said it like in a sentence. Um, He's like, you're going to hear the word a lot. And I'm saying right now, because you're going to hear blank a lot. Like he would just, (laughs) and we're all sitting there like, (laughs) and your your teacher was Jeff Bezos. The teacher was, uh, Henry Kissinger. That was my teacher. <laughs> I was, it was weird because it was at a time when, I don't know, but people, obviously we at that time, we knew that not anybody should just say that, but it wasn't something that we were all super like fanatic about. Like, you What know, was the like, book? I don't remember what book it was. I, it it might have been when we were reading like different poetry, like old American poetry. Maybe he just wanted but, to say it. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is a dastardly don't teacher. Don't you? <laughs> no. I don't. Listen. Some teachers do. Um, but no, I I just try to say going back, I, we're talking about Twitter. I I'm so unplugged from the news like I'm reading about yeah. old history, old politics and I'm like, "Oh, these things are still they're still, you know, this was only 40 years ago. There's still problems that have to do with these uh these old city plannings." drugs and stuff yeah. and it's like um i'm so disconnected i was on twitter the other day and it's something that joe biden tweeted and i just like i was reading the comments and everyone was like uh end the filibuster we need to end the filibuster and i was like i thought that would be a problem and i don't understand why people want to end it uh and then people were like well something about like a voting rights act and i was like i'm so i'm not even what in are they talking what are they I filibustering even- what's like I don't even know. We, I don't even know who's the president, to be honest with you. I thought Joe Biden was just an account I was following. I thought Trump won. I think Trump won. I I don't know who won. <laughs> yeah, I I think Pete. I think Pete probably. Pete he's, he's in the White House right now, but Joe Biden's at the press conferences. But CIA, who's, Pete Buttigieg. Who's is. the guy in SNL who did the Trump impersonations for like two years? It was probably like Baldwin. Alex Baldwin. Baldwin. I thought, Alex, yeah. yeah. Maybe he won. At this point, it no, could have he, been anyone's race. He he relapsed. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he went straight back to the bottle. Yeah. J- John Mulaney's next. He's on his way. The train has left the station on him. Interesting. And hopefully Bo Burnham. I we have to disagree with their, you there. Hopefully brother. he's next, too. I would love to see Bo Burnham check himself into rehab. <laughs> Because his Netflix special wasn't that good. You didn't watch it. You can. And I won't. I've seen so many clips. I'm so unamused. Mm. And and everyone's like, yeah, but what about like the whole thing where he's like, don't kill yourself at the end. I'm like, well, he has the. He says that. He says that every special. Yeah, it's not. I'm not. Except for one special, he did tell people to kill themselves with a song. Well, I liked that version better of how he did it. I know. I'm not going to defend the special to you because you're just trying to get my goat. And I know what I like about it, and the I know what goat? I don't like Your about goat? it. Your goat, like, like trying to get my goat. All right, so are you, all right, hold on. Is that you saying that he's the greatest of all time, or no. is that just a saying? No, that's a saying of like you're trying to pull my leg. Like you're trying. Why to, like, can't you just say that like a normal up. person? No one's ever it didn't heard make get sense. my goat. Yeah, they have. You're the first person to ever say that. Well, you made it up. You're not. You know, 
You didn't come from a best background, <laughs> right? I understand. Most normal it's a, background. It's a cultural thing. It's a cultural right. Thing. <laughs> okay. Now it's who's a social? Right. <laughs> yeah, you got Jeff Bezos on speed dial. Okay. I mean, look at my shirt. I mean, this is the thing. Uh, I, I, the Bo Burnham thing was weird, and my biggest problem with it is the the, the white guy apathy thing. So strange. no, that's my problem with it too. So weird. I just don't get. And then the worst part is how like TikTok, like so our generation, because our Gen Z is TikTok. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then it's like um, people make all these like interpretations of like the fucking stupid sock puppet thing. With the like, yeah. and the world's made on genocide and blood, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, look, look, the CIA is bad. This isn't news, right? There is a lot of genocide, and there's a lot of blood spilled. We know this. We've talked about this ad nauseum. But I'm just saying, when you like, but I'm a white guy and I should shut the fuck up. It's like, th- then why even pick up the microphone? It's yeah. like it doesn't, and then they're like, and then like people on TikTok, they're like, "Well, we understand that the sock puppet is supposed to be a BIPOC person, and all this stuff." And it's like, there is like, "Hey guys, hey, hey everybody, listen, watch this. Ready? Watch this. There's racial inequality in America. Everyone say yes. That's that's that's, that's what that is, right? Um, but if everyone isn't trying to get everybody to be aware of it." Or if we have to start cutting uh, rooms where only certain people can say certain things, right? It, w- it was always, what I always think about is the argument of when, I can't think of his name. He was part of the Chicago School of Economics. No one's going to, Milton Freeman. Hmm. He was talking about the economic, he's a big capitalist, was talking about like free market capitalism, whether you agree on that with or not. But he was having a uh, 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 an open discussion. He had students ask him and he said, um, they went up to Milton Freeman. They asked him, "Is like, how can you talk about what it's like to be poor in this country when you're not? How can you do that?" Um, and his response was, "Well, why does a doctor need to be have cancer to operate on it?" And then the other thing is, Milton Freeman actually was extremely poor growing up. Was actually literally in poverty, working for uh, pennies. I know at one point in this country it was normal to work for pennies, but I mean in the sense of like pennies and then could only buy bread, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what his response is like, do you think that that is like, if someone knows what they're talking about, why would you ignore them? Why make it this big thing? If they can provide you information that could possibly help society that could possibly help, uh, bring some sort of progressive change. Why bring up the identity politics? I see what you're saying. It doesn't help anybody. In his, in Bill Burnham's special, if he, if he just said it because he has the ability to say it and he can say it in a creative, engaging way, he doesn't need to bring in his, his identity to it. Right. And then the thing is, I don't know, well, I don't know why he, I don't, I don't know. I think he does that as like, cause he's scared of what would happen if he doesn't. Well, the other weird thing is this, how about this then? Okay. So if you're like, uh, oh, okay. Big one right here. Uh, if you think that not enough people of color are being given opportunities, if the LGBT community is not being represented, all the communities in places that are dominated by white people aren't being represented enough, right? Um, then don't have a Netflix special. Right. Okay, then then boycott Hollywood. All right, because Tim Dillon has said enough that Hollywood is as racist as it gets, all right, as, as, a, as an industry. And it's like, okay, well, if all you know that and all of you are this great bastions of virtue, then boycott it. 
Oh, mm-hmm. because you all have money. Okay, I understand. So you're greedy. Okay, well then just say mm-hmm. that. And then he, in a sense, he's like, instead yeah. of just saying he's greedy, he's like, well, I'm a white guy. It's like, no, you're just greedy. He's, dis- and- he's almost displacing right. his own feelings onto his identity. Exactly. To- which is weird. And my thing is, is like, listening to it, then I don't care. And then I, re- I really don't care because then the thing is, is that him playing it like that, and that's what mm-hmm. I actually think is going on. I don't give a fuck what he or what everyone interprets it as. It's that, oh, I have a white guy, all these opportunities. It's like, okay, well, then do something about it in the sense of like, uh, then provide more opportunities. Make your own part of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's not like the internet is not for everybody. Like you have the popularity, you don't need Netflix. It's like people have yeah. done specials without Netflix. He became famous from YouTube. It's, it's, it's so mind-numbingly dumb when he comes into this into this light and people praise it and can't see it as like the guy is um, grifting. He's a bit of a grifter. He's a he's grifting a he's little in bit. Denial a little bit though about being a grifter. Though. Yes, and I it's so absurd and annoying. And then when you add in the conversations that Gen Z tries to have with it, where they're like, "The puppets, this and uh, you know all you white people who are doing it are ruining it." It's like, hey, hey, hey. The more people, no matter what they look like, know about the history of America and try to educate people on it, and it's right, the better we are. That's the real ground that you should stand on. That's not like, well, maybe we should provide this and that. I'm not, and I'm, look, I'm not talking about a white person coming out and talking about what it, how about this, what it was like to grow up in the projects as a, as a black person in the Bronx. That would be weird, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about someone talking about an entire system that is quite literally uh, taught in schools. So everyone's open to it. This is an open experience in this sense. Uh, knowing about racism is an open experience. Anyone can learn about it. You can see it. You can find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it hasn't happened to you, you can find great examples in your city of where it is happening and go, oh, right there. Boom. That's what that is. Oh, this is that. Oh, that is this. Oh, interesting. That's not good. How do we change it? Not, hey, guys, uh, here's my TikTok video, my duet of why this is kind of like a little racist or this is ra- like this is racist. Like, uh, actually, both burn them and all, uh, and all these, and it's just like, it's like a literal like vomit coming out of these people's mouths about like using words like, uh, uh, um, uh, what is it? When they call like a leftist, um, uh, like the theatrical leftist. Oh, the, like, right. <laughs> like, oh, you guys are just a bunch of lib, lib, uh, liberal socialists. You guys don't actually like you, all you Bo Burnham fans are a bunch of liberal socialists. And it's like, uh, 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 kill yourself. <laughs> like that's all I can say. Like it's so, mm-hmm. and like um, it is. It's amazing how many people want to solve the problems of this country, but uh, love. They love the grift. They actually every. That's the, also the problem. Is Bo Burnham's a grifter, but everyone on TikTok who like plays into this game, they also like the grift because they all want followers and they want the likes mm-hmm. and they want to be like interesting. But it's not even interesting because it's not even right. It's not even like a good. It's not even a provocative way of saying something that actually gets people on board and actually is progressive. It's uh, being toxic and and just creating more it's division. Being passive, aggressive. It's weird because it's like you're using like look, there is when you're talking about identity politics. There's real parts of identity politics 
that uh, are important. There is things that when you talk about like uh, what's the, what's the one where you have multiple layers of identity to what is Inter- that? intersectionality. There is parts of critical race theory that are fine. It's when they become weaponized that yeah. we start running into a lot of problems. It's when we start yeah. running into oh we're not actually having a conversation anymore. Well, oh, now we're having this vague kind of racist conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, and now we're doing this weird virtue signaling. Oh, and now you're kind of giving some white people this weird torch to hold that isn't even like the right way to do it. And and now you're just disenfranchising more people, and it's not even and effective. Ruining college and ruining right. You know, and then and then you get generational tic- relationships. And, and then TikTok gets a hold of it, and then these kids, who a lot of them haven't even been to college. You know, or don't even have a college level education. They're just people learning about critical race theory or parts of it or, you know, the crumbs of it through whatever Reddit or TikTok people they follow, right? And it's not even correct. It's just uh, regurgitated garbage that isn't, yeah. it isn't helpful. Like you can, you can, uh, you can look at, your, if you're a white person and you think there's problems, then and you want to be involved, then just be involved. And if there is, if, and my thing is, if it's like a group, Again, where we're splitting this in two, where people it's like people of color versus white people, and it's like, well, your activism isn't as good as this activism. It's like, um Tell me how and, that breeds more activism. Yeah, and also, um how if the system that. is ruled by white people, you're gonna want as many white people in your boat as possible. <laughs> I'm just saying. If if that's the if that's the rationale of that white people yeah. run this entire system, then why make it weird when white people want to step up to the to the to the plate and yes there's again there's so much nuance to this because again it's not just because guess what situational bull burnham's a great example of what happens when the wrong person steps up to the plate he could have been the right person though he could have but he wasn't i think he could have been the right person if he had dropped that the guilt right he carried a lot of guilt into that performance and it was kind of laden with the with the COVID kind of isolation, quarantine right. aesthetic. I hate using aesthetic for that, but that's what it was. Right. But uh I I don't know. I think some people would ag- I think some people would agree with that because people who are finding uh, you know, ideas on you know, f- through TikTok, through different like films or or pieces of art or content, if that's their education experience through the internet they say they didn't go to college they you know they have this high school education level and they and you know they're still growing obviously they're still trying to get more knowledge because that's what you do at that age there's no one center for that knowledge to be given to you that's what colleges were supposed to be that's what the institution of college university was supposed to be but since those things kind of uh, deteriorated and you kind of you kind of go just to get like an attitude just to like attain like an attitude in a sense not really an education you at least in like humanities right then you're you know you're forced into the sidelines where then your only source of knowledge is cut and paste from all these different people who are making content based on what little bit they've read say from like mm. the postmodern writers or from like some like uh, art like articles that they found through like a school website like articles that were written like in the the uh, Reconstruction era, right? Like you, nobody has the full picture, and we're all trying to put it together, but it's not happening in like a collaborative way. It's it's happening in a in a a linear way, and if and pieces are missing, you know, people get left behind. People don't. Um, that's I mean that's what I mean by it's not collaborative. 
I don't mm-hmm. think it's I don't think it can ever be as collaborative as we want it to be. That's was another thing, that's what college was supposed to be. And in some a collaborative s- thing. In some sense it is. It's just that it um, sure. Yeah. It's like we're giving a lot of younger kids who have a lot who want to do something, they want to change the world whether they're right or wrong. Um not the best idea. It's it's like, "Hey, you're right. You should stand up for things that are good. You should stand up for the rights of the LGBT community. You should stand up for uh, people of color." Like, yeah. Uh, but don't become an annoying asshole about it. And then don't make this weird like gatekeeping activism thing either. Yeah. Like that's also very strange. And also stop trying to close so many conversations. And then the same thing, it's like everyone's in the, everyone who's going to college in that, it, no matter who you are, what you look like, where you come from, it, a lot of people are becoming this weird gatekeeping thing where they're like, uh, they're trying to make these lines in the sand and draw these weird nuances that don't need to be there. It's like, hey, how about have some unity, say what it is. There's the, here's the, you want to know the core of the issue, Hmm. a real core. There is no flag to be under. There is no, sadly, (laughs) there is no team as, as much as we talk about how bad, like right now we're in a two team system, right? We live in this Republicans versus Democrats. It's a lot of people's worlds that those two teams and everyone who doesn't care exists outside of that and they don't even know what filibusting is who gives a fuck but when you have all this activism going on uh there is not enough unity right like it there needs to be a bigger flag there needs to be a bigger um slogan a bigger identity than just you know when we think of progressive movements that have happened then like blm there needs to be something that's even above that that encompasses it there needs to be something above that um and it's not uh, Antifa, it's not the Antifa, you know, it's no, not that flag. That doesn't, it's, th- there would be no way to do it currently. I, right now we're not there. Right right we're now, not. right now we don't even understand our, own, like the current uh, organizations and groups. We don't really understand what we're doing with those fully. We kind of just have some, we have some uh, experience with all these. We have some, I get like with, with uh, like BLM, like there is an, an, an Antifa separately. They, have like they've affected things right they've Absolutely. affected things as what they are blm but like logistically can't. and statistically more positive than anything antifa's done yes for sure literally what? the money that actually blm gets actually goes to real policy yeah antifa doesn't yeah it goes to like you know food banks in the middle of like a, a four-way intersection or something yeah <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> But the actual, this all-encompassing thing we're talking about, <laughs> there is... <laughs> there, there's plenty of people who, I like to name one, like, there's plenty of people who have, you know, they have that idea down. They've, they've studied that kind of idea of an all-encompassing, uniting idea, print set of principles, not really governed by a flag, just kind of governed by a, like a sense, like a sense right. of that we're all together and that we all exist and that we all feel. And the only person that I can think of who's kind of done that rather successfully is like Alex Gray. And I don't think Alex Gray knows how to unite no. like violent uh, extremist ends of all of the, all the spectrum. 
or just political people spectrum who are, are just fed up on the brink, or, or if really. like disenf- like completely disenfranchised right. people of all intersections. It's it, how are you supposed to do that practically in a physical way? And then the and a big problem of why we can't find this group that needs to happen is too many people who would be in this group are trying to make a, a certain political party in the United States that group, and it's not going to happen. No, it's a it's a uh, it's what's the word a. a a dream, but it, what's it, what's it called when it? It's just not gonna happen. It's a it's a like a pipe dream. It's a pipe dream. Yeah, and it's um, pie, in, pie in the sky. People need when to you know s- who runs that Democrat. I mean, it is the Democrats, right? Who you know who actually who's stop who is is gonna stop that from from pushing the left to where the leftists want it to go. It's in it's like okay, if you stop using the Democrats as your rationale, is that that's who you're gonna back? That's who you're gonna go for? Because oh, it's the better too. Um, stop that yeah you're gonna yeah you're like well we're gonna lose the election uh, you're losing every election <laughs> dummy you're losing we a, lost you, this last one you too. haven't won an election if you're a leftist in this country you haven't won an election ever you're you've never won <laughs> one so if you're like well we got to start winning now it's like well then you got to come up with a whole new thing that's why you're not yeah. winning because no one cares the people who consider themselves democrats uh, a lot of them are older and they're not down with this idea with like canceling debt and stuff. They're not, they don't want to do anything like that. Whether, you know, uh, we're not here to debate the statistics on any policy, but we at least know in the sense of like evident things that are things that even people who aren't leftist, but at least more uh, socially Democrat, they're like, yeah, they want healthcare. All right. That's not even on the ticket really for Democrats. That's not going to happen in the next four years. How about free college? That's not going to happen. Like these things, these things that everyone, that the majority of the United States would go, you know, if we could make it work, let's do it. Uh, There's no party that represents that. So cast that away um, and put Bo Burnham in the same trash can that you do. (laughs) All right. Whatever that may is. And, and shut up. Like, it's like, can we get to work? Are we going to, uh, Hey, Hey, you know, yeah. God needs our help. <laughs> if you, God's dead. If you God is dead. want something to happen and you pray for it enough, he's not going to do it for you or the, whoever I'm not, Hey, I'm not trying to no, gender he's, God. He's, he's going to be like there, whatever. It's going to be like, like you're kind of being kind of clingy right now. Like you're kind of like <laughs> kind of obsessed over me right now. I just, I'm I'm kind of going through a rough time right now. Right. I need some personal some personal space. I'm just saying like I I, I understand like a lot of the conversations I've had. I know what people want in the sense like, you know, a lot of people we were talking about. We're not even just we're not even going as far as like oh we're gonna get rid of private property. Like we're at least like hey can we have healthcare? Can we have education? Can we have like better infrastructure? Can we not have housing? that seems to be purposely like segregating people or something yeah. like, Hey, how about voting? Like if that's important, like how about, can we, like, if we're going to do it, like, let's do it. Right. But, um, I just find it interesting that everyone, uh, so many people want to, uh, uh, make it as hard as possible for that. unit to come together. And you know, that's when you start getting into the, I wonder if that's the plan. <laughs> I wonder if that's, you know, maybe keeping everyone as, as separated as possible so that these conversations aren't possible to have, um, to where when you say certain words, you're going to get called, you know, uh, some sort of ism or some sort of it's, uh, phobic. It's when to you're exhaust not, the conversation. It really you, is. You, you waste all your energy trying to backpedal right. past all these different, uh, like, just all these different problems that we ran into right. along the way that weren't even real problems. They were kind right. of, you know... They were kind of then, sing- signaled into us. And then you're going to have like a 70-year-old white kid 
uh, duet you and say, why, because of the color of your eyes, you shouldn't really be talking about this subject because it doesn't really affect you. And then, and then, uh, and then your video gets, you know, 10,000 likes and theirs gets 60,000 and then no one fucking gets anywhere in the, and then the conversation ends there. Right. Yeah. And then everyone's like, I didn't even know eye color was about this. And they go, well, did you read this book? Did you hear what, did you hear what mother Jones said? Did you hear what fucking Hassan said? It's like, we are, uh, making this, uh, immensely impossible to get anything done and I here's the thing we've said this on the on the po- last podcast it's like hmm. uh, let's either do it or don't yeah either I think we're edging towards don't I think it's, oh, it's coming really? at <laughs> I think it's coming on don't because there's things that and this might be a little short-sighted but on we, we've been talking about TikTok a lot but on TikTok there's uh, there's pretty hefty genres and sections that you that you fall into. Right. That you that you're shown based on the algorithm. That's based on your facial reactions. Let's be honest. Yes. And what you like and what you swipe on, what you, you like to look at. The people who are going and, and this is true also of YouTube. When you are shown something and you watch it and you like it or you interact with content that's similar, it will push you further down that rabbit hole, further into that section. That's happening on TikTok too. So when right. people are in, say, a really politically uh, motivated mindset, and that's like what they are engaging with, they'll get pushed further into that. Right. But when they're in an unmotivated, nihilistic, uh, like paranoid or, you know, psychosis-induced, you know, whatever, when they're young or they're or they're like, you know, just confused, feeling existential, pointless, they get pushed further into that. Right. That's how the algorithm is built. Why? You know, why is that? Why can't we just do it the right way? Why, why can't, why, why do we have to try to do it that way? TikTok Through will TikTok. decide dynasties. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, it is. It already it, has. It's already made. TikTok, TikTok will make and destroy dynasties. <laughs> Um, it's, it's just, uh, I'm just wondering, I can't wait for the next election for TikTok to get a president elected, you know, 4chan hit its run and now I want TikTok to make someone become president, but we'll see. Um, (laughs) I, 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 I know we've talked about this ad nauseum, but it's just, um, I I felt like talking about the Bo Burnham special because there's so much to unpackage with that. There's so much to, to be like, Hey guys, can we, um, we're, we're just going around in the circle here, you know, like. And if TikTok is going to keep pushing me in these these corners of these these this really shitty leftist debate, then I would much rather be in like Coke talk or maybe cartel talk or, you know, maybe something interesting, you know, maybe something more violent. Wait, at least with the Bo Burnham thing, are you saying that we can't separate the art from the artist? (laughs) (laughs) This is a real question because I still kind of stand by his Internet song, regardless of like how he started it. I think like. I think he said the problem more concisely that's than fine if I've he heard before, which is why I appreciate that segment for that's sure. That's fine if he has parts where it's like a good, it's like any album. You can have good songs and bad songs. But yeah. the thing is, is like with him, uh, it's just the fact that his, the repercussions of what he says in the circle jerk that then yes. comes off. It makes all those things. Nobody cares. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, I make, haven't seen the internet song in one TikTok. But no. I've seen that fucking sock puppet, puppet, and that white the white guy apathy song yeah. way more. That's annoying. So those are the worst parts of the show. So, I'm just saying, uh, it's actually true. This 
world is built on genocide and blood, and the CIA did m- immensely horrible things. He's not wrong. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't really need a sock puck, sock puppet to tell me that. No, some you people. Know, you'd be surprised. People like puppets. Some people do. Hey, Tim Dillon. He talks about. Hey, people love puppets. People. Hey. People love to go see Jeff Dunham. Right. Joe Biden's the president. Exactly. <laughs> it. <laughs> yes. It goes both ways. <laughs> it's uh, it's Freudian. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you gonna do? Um. The weird thing I love what we'll talk about. I went camping. Yes, I you got out camping. of the, you got out of the material world. I did for my a phone, few days. My phone didn't work when I got yeah. past like a pretty update. We were all the way on the Wisconsin Peninsula, at the very tippy tippy top. Literally, we were one yeah. island away from being in technically Michigan waters. What was the name of the island? Rock Island. Rock, Rock Island. Island State Park. It, it was like five miles across. Uh, or around. Yeah, it was five miles around. Oh, that's smaller than I thought. Yeah, five miles around. So it was it was pretty small. Yeah. Um, uh, I liked it a lot. Beautiful that drive. Uh, I liked the drive on the coast. You know, going up towards Sheboygan and stuff a lot more because mm-hmm. when you're on uh, the east side, or when you're on the east side of Wisconsin, you get the lake on one side, and the drive is just so much better. And if you drive the peninsula. It's way it gets pretty. Uh, the woods, there's a lot of woods up there. The towns, yeah, they're a little touristy, but they're cute. Uh, they, they, you know, there's so much lakes and stuff up there. And then eventually, uh, you know, this island, you had to take two ferries. You had to take a ferry from the mainland to Washington Island, and then from Washington Island to Rock Island. So there was a lot of took a long time to get up there, almost like five five and a half hours. But haven't been camping in a very long time. This is my first time kind of going on my own in a sense. I only had one other person with me. And that was, um, hey, it's the Kenosha National Anthem. <laughs> it's the siren. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure it's gonna pick it up. Oh, it's absolutely gonna pick it up. Um, Let's open more windows. It's gonna go. Um, but um, I'm just. It was. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful island. Oh, that was right outside. I was right down the street. They're coming. They're coming. Um, I hate that. They I, heard I what we said to Jeff Bezos, and he sent the he sent the troops. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, it was beautiful, nice getaway. Like we said you go camping. I, I felt um, I felt amazing. It felt good to put my phone down. It felt good to just hike, just drink water. I didn't have any junk food there. Uh, beautiful scenery. I mean, it's an island. I actually got to see a sunset on Lake Michigan, which when you're in Wisconsin, you don't get to see that because we're on the east side. We only get sunrises. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I got to see this immensely beautiful uh, sunrise, uh, sunset in, in Wisconsin, which I loved. Um, that is a part of Wisconsin that I'm really glad I got to see, and I'm glad it exists, and it made me appreciate a, li- a little more. I was We're like, going to go back there. Cause I, w- we need you, to you, go there. You went with somebody else. I, I really want to get, like, we talked about this, what, yesterday? We'll go. We got to go to group. We'll go. We know, dude, that would be, oh, it's so, be so cool just to, like, like, like to spend. Bring the booze. Dude, have like bring, a like. You don't even need to bring the like fire music going. or anything. You can bring like an instrument. I mean, you're probably gonna break down because you're gonna be in the middle of the woods. But that's where I want to break down. I don't like breaking down <laughs> elsewhere. I respect it. I broke down once in. Uh, I was in Dubuque, <laughs> Iowa. I was on a trip with my girlfriend at the time. You broke down in Dubuque, Iowa. And here's why: because I so I had like a headache towards the end of the day, and I was like, "Hey, do you have some Tylenol?" Like I f- we were gonna gr- we were gonna go to the store and pick it up, but we forgot. I was like, "Did you didn't you say you had Tylenol?" She was like, "Yeah," and she hands me this baggie of Tylenol, of blue Tylenol pills, and I was like, 
I've never seen blue Tylenol before. I've never seen blue Tylenol. Yeah, there's a reason because you don't take it just uh, willy nilly. You don't just—it's not regular Tylenol. It's Tylenol PM. It, oh. may, it puts you to sleep. Right. And I didn't really realize that. So you took it. So I took like the the right dose, and I'm like a big—I'm tall, you know—I I'm, weigh like one sixty-five. I took like the right dose and like no, about you twenty minutes. Don't. You do not weigh one sixty-five. One sixty-five. Yeah. Maybe 160. When's the last time you weighed yourself? Probably like two weeks ago. Do I don't get, believe that. Okay. I'll weigh myself when we get back to your house. You will. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This man's obsessed with me. <laughs> <laughs> I I took these this medicine and I meet like 20 minutes later, I start feeling like... Drowsy. I start like disassociating. Because I was you're supposed to go to bed. You're supposed to go to sleep. You, well, you're when supposed you to go to sleep. going to bed after bed, it makes you a little wonky. It's like when you take those, like, when you take, uh, like, Quaaludes. Or, or like, you, or like triple you, C's. When you're like Roseanne Barr, you take a little Ambien, take a little hey, alcohol, yeah. and start tweeting about, you know, Planet of the Apes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shit. Uh, good thing I deleted my Twitter. No, okay. <laughs> yeah, but no, I was, it, it was fucking weird. I, that's what happens when you when you think that you just got drugged by yourself. Right. You don't. Re, you're like, oh fuck. Everyone knows the like, feeling fuck. you're talking about. Yeah. It's happened well, to everybody. <laughs> Everybody's been drugged. <laughs> well, you. I've taken. I've taken PM and been like, ugh. I don't. You like feel this. weird. You do feel really I weird. I took. I felt good when I took Benadryl last, which was like years ago. But I guess because I had got stung by a bee, so I was in like the ER and like my body needed that. So you but, broke down after taking Tylenol PM. Yeah, I just like in my head. Like in my head, I was like everything, like the dream was collapsing, like inception, the whole, everything was just like tearing apart. And I didn't really know. And you like, took it out at your, at your poor, poor girlfriend at the time, didn't you? I sort of, <laughs> yeah, sort of. I just, I was just like acting like I didn't, I didn't really know what to say to anybody. Good thing. We, in, I, I, like, I didn't like, Iowa. In, and I was in the middle of nowhere. I had like never really been like just on my, own, I mean, technically like with somebody, but Yes. On like a, a long, faraway vacation without like family or somebody that I knew very well. Did you call so, your mom? No. <laughs> Did I call my mom? <laughs> Did you call your mom? No, I fucking, we went to sleep like 30 minutes later or so, but I was just like, <laughs> just buzzing. Right. It was weird. I don't know. I, I, I would do it again. <laughs> I think you've had enough. I would do it again. Um... No, I have um, I I haven't had too many experience. Well, my only experience with opiates was when uh, I was very surprised. I broke my collarbone. They're like, here, have this Vicodin. I looked at. They gave me like twenty five Vicodin pills, Jesus. and I think I took six, and that's all I needed. And I was like, why do I have nineteen Vicodin pills left? God, like that's. I remember I told someone at school, and they're like, can I buy them from you? I'm like, I'm not <laughs> selling you my Vicodin pills. I'm not going to be part of your self-destruction today. I would like to know how much you could buy, though. I did have a crush on that person like five months later after they asked me that, though. I was like, I respect it. (laughs) You're like, you want to do them together? Right. Actually, you know that I called someone on the phone, and I was with another friend, and I was like, uh, they were were, like, like, you guys are hanging out? I'm like, yeah. And it's like, I have so many leftover Vicodin pills. We're going to do Vicodin. And like, but you're not here right now. And she's like, and she was like, just wait on me. I'll be there soon. And I was like, I was like, what? What? I don't, who? Uh, I don't have any Vicodin. <laughs> and it was so weird. I was like, did she really get that peer pressure into doing Vicodin? It was that easy, huh? That's all it takes. Okay. I'm, hey, this should be a learning lesson. Your wall is, uh, 
you can go around it. It's an open door. It's just actually a doorway. No door. You can walk right through it. Um, amazing. No, she Are was you, like she was like really upset. She was that like, you didn't have any. No, no, no. That that, that I was gonna do it with somebody else, oh. but I wasn't. But I was like, yeah, we're gonna, because you said yeah. She and then she's like, no, fun. just wait for me. We'll do it together. I'm like. What? You said poop. Should have. Dude, the worst. The worst part is that this person didn't go. What the fuck is wrong with you? They're like, we were. We. You need to do that shit with me. Right. That's a good friend right there. (laughs) That's that's a friend who you know. But I didn't need that friend at fifteen. That's the mom of the group. I didn't need that friend at (laughs) fifteen. That's the mom of the group. (laughs) The mom of the group is like, if you're gonna do anything, do it with me. Right. Do it at the house where you're safe. Where I know I can. You're safe. You know, do you that, can do it. Hey, you're going to do what you want, but just you can do it in the house because I know you'll be safe. Let's 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 say know. a quick prayer for the mo- that the people we knew whose moms were like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, uh, like everyone. But now we know them. But here's the thing. We were like, thank you. But yeah. when we looked at their children, we were like, no, thank you. What have you done? Because almost all of them that I know who had that relationship. Yeah. Not good. No. Did not help. It never stopped. It never you stopped. Know, like the line never got. There's, and so, some of those situations are better than others. <laughs> we know I we know one that's really bad. I know one that's like doing fine. I know one that's you know? doing fine, but it probably could have done without. Definitely, yeah. God bless. What him. a weird thing. That's yeah. such a thing. Where you're like, like you're just a like yeah. And I would sit down and talk to her, talk to her, and she was a nice lady. But I was like, what's? It was so weird because it was at a party. And we go to it, and uh, it was like their grandpa was like sitting on the sofa, like near death. And had like a this mask on would just be like breathing in air watching TV as like kids were just like roaming in and out with like liquor and all this other shit. And I would just look at it and he would just be in his underwear. I'd be like, what a what a life. Hey, what a sight. What a life. And I just painting. But the worst part is that when I saw it, I said, where what am I doing? And yeah. then I just like sipped whatever I was drinking. I was like, I'm doing what I do. And I just walked back. Like you said you say what you always say. I know what I am. I know what yeah, I am. Yeah. I know what I am. Um, uh, yeah, very interesting though. But camping, camping's good. People should go camping. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, we should go though. That'd be great. We should go on a big group trip. Yeah. People, we, I, I, would be great. I would love to do. It was a beautiful site. I mean, it was like beaches, these white rock beaches, immensely, mm. immensely pretty. But uh, someone took a huge shit on in, in one of the toilets and like landed on the seat and it was like a bear had bent had a, it was yeah. a bear shit it was yeah you showed me the picture it was like a football size it was a shit. it was impressive and disgusting yeah. i was like this is i want to shake the hand of this person but also no you don't I, well but also like you know touch there right like, well hey it's not like they wiped they just missed the toilet <laughs> It's a completely another game we're That's playing. That's bad. <laughs> they missed it by so much. Jeez. That's a, nah. That's never that's happened never to, happened me. to me. I. We don't need to talk about. It. No. No. Huh. Oh well. Well, I'm. Uh. I have something. I do have something to say to look for. I am going. I'm going to Oregon. We're going on another trip. That's I'm right. going on another trip. I'll be gone for yep. like ten days. We'll try. I have to re-record, pre-record some a podcast for that. We'll probably do some guest ones. I think we'll try to get some guest spots. We're waiting on some things to fucking move along. Yeah. To start doing guest stuff and we're. But that should happen within the week. Maybe we could probably move it along. We'll like f- where we could figure it out. Hopefully. Well, not um, not not a, not a guest episode in the week, but. This new development should move along soon. Hopefully, you. I was thought. I was thinking it'd already be moved along, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I am going to Oregon, going on a road trip out there. 
very exciting going with somebody who I'm uh, very excited to go with on this trip. Um, and it's not me. Yeah, I wouldn't bring you. So <laughs> you again, you'd probably you probably accidentally take a Tylenol PM and yep, have cry a panic in the car. attack. Right, yep. and I can't. Need to go to bed. I'd be like, hey, I've been driving for five hours. It's your turn. And you'd be like, I just can't do it right now. I just can't do it right there's now. Like that, that, there's that one TikTok where it's like when you ask your emotionally disturbed roommate to do the dishes and it's like, <laughs> you don't understand the things that I'm going through. And the person just like, like looking at them like, that's what it is. <laughs> no, we'll go on a trip together. We're going to go the, yeah. we're going to go the, to, to the big the apple. Big, uh, yep. We're going to go to the big the apple. Big together. That's where I, if I could think of when I'm 21, mm-hmm. we'll go to New York. Yeah. Well, that's where that's we... That's in two months, buddy. Not then. I mean, like, I'm in the year of me being 21, no, I mean, we'll like, go to New York. I was like, that's in two months? I was like, Oh, yeah. Like, I will be turning 21, yeah. so, which is good, because I would like to go to the bar with you and, you know, be a menace in public. Oh, where yeah. I'm getting kicked it's out bad. of... It's going to happen. You I know, will be, I, the people that I go to bars with are not going to get us kicked out. So I want to go to bars with someone like you... Right. ...that can get us kicked Who out. Who will get us kicked out. Because if we go to, like... Okay. If... We, some shit goes down at Fex, that fucking college bar down the street. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, I think I think Nick was over there a couple days ago. And he was like, yeah, it's just, just like people our age and like a little older and like, yeah, there's people our age. Oh, so and I like will be such a horrible person Shh, there. Shh, boy. I'll, yeah. I will literally, I will get to the point and we're going to get on the conversation. It's like, I'll be like, if these people don't give a shit about any of it. It's their fault. And the, Cade's, the, the, the Cade has the most fun when he has a new person to do a bit on. And, I, <laughs> and it's it's something I really hate about him. It's something I really like about him. I'm not a bit guy. No, you're not a bit guy. I'm and not I a had bit to explain guy. to one of our friends that you're not a bit guy, but you do bits on them often because they're good at receiving your bits. Who is it? You know. Woman. Does their name it's start a, with a, a K? Yes. But she is fun to do that with. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And, and but she's like, hey, just all the other people that I've known that are bit people, it just doesn't work, or something like that. And I was like, yeah, Kate should shut the fuck up sometimes. <laughs> but she you know. li- she doesn't. She's never complain. Are you telling me she doesn't enjoy it? I'm not saying she doesn't enjoy it. I'm just saying I didn't do. I'm I don't just do saying. Bits it, on I'm her. just saying it wouldn't work. Yes, you do. I do not. She said that you do. She thought I told her that I said, "Sorry, I'm doing this thing," and I said, "I just used the word bit, but I wasn't doing a bit. I was. We were doing this. Yeah, we're like what, this were, hilarious game of where like I was. Were you gaslighting? Oh god, this is gonna sound really this weird. This is gonna sound. Well, bad. We were talking about gaslighting, and then I like started jokingly gaslighting her, and then she gaslit me back, and but I actually genuinely felt like, like did I do something? And then she just had the biggest shit grin on her face because she so knows good. down that she is a bit guy as well she see, <laughs> she's she a riff complain. she rips she she we're, we have a, every time that me and her hang out we have a good time yeah just about because i don't know what it is the chaos energy just matches and i can just she lets me say whatever i want for the most part and we just laugh and mm-hmm. laugh about it and it's mm-hmm. just like this is such a person that i would never expect that with i get the pass on a lot of shit and I don't know why not that I'm saying like like no. ra- just saying racist shit I'm just saying I'll just say ridiculous things mm-hmm. and um, she'll find it very funny but it's not even me doing bits that's just I'm just talking no that's just how you are yes you, just, you I, are I, I know what you I are I try to be a, a joker but I I'd see 
bits are different. If I do bits on somebody, it's when I meet a complete stranger and I'm never going to see them again. And I want to fuck with them and because I'm already annoyed with them in some way. Like I want to get a story out. You know what I mean? Like I'll do that. Like if, yeah. I, if I see a boomer that I, it's like, you're annoying me. I'll be like, yeah. And then. Or some bro at a party it, or something. Right. And they say know. something off colored. I'm I'll, I'll I'll just be like, Yeah, that's why that's why like Steven Crowder was really right about that whole like George Floyd thing. And I'll be like, Right? <laughs> right? Yeah, because then you get him to... <laughs> And then I just I like that. It's called witness coaching, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I like that because that's funny to me. I love yeah. when people I, when I when you say something that opens the door, yeah, I'm lying, but they're about to say something horrible. Like, you know what I mean? Like You're making them feel comfortable with what they're about to say. And it's actually something disgusting. And you're like, right. And you're like, don't you ever think? And then maybe it's this. And they're like, I never, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah, I you, like then, that. Because you have to keep them going. You have to like keep, you have to keep making it more extreme and see how I long like they hang that. on for. That's funny. It's called safe space espionage. I, really? That's what it is. And then I tell you about it and you're like, you didn't. And then I was like, I did. And he said horrible horrible things to me for 15 minutes straight and i'm and like i've known him since middle school <laughs> and like and i'm like and he's gonna be at the next bonfire <laughs> no but that, it does that happens yes. um <laughs> i yeah I, I i fuck what were we talking about we were talking about uh um before the bit thing before uh, that we were talking about the bar, the bar no new york i want to go to new, new york. york we'll yeah. go to new york i have to see i have i have so many people who want to go on trips with me because i'm so faint i'm so popular um I could kill him right now. Um, I have. Well, I'm going on or to Oregon, and then my my grandpa wants to go to Las Vegas with me, so I'm going to go to Las Vegas with him. But me and you have to go to New York. Yep. I mean, I told you the other day. It will be next summer. We'll go next summer. Why not in the winter? Because. Because there might be one. I mean, unless you just want it to be me and you. We should wait until Timmy D has a show in New York. Let's see if he does a, ne- a tour next year. You know that. Ooh, that is a possibility. I would love he to go might. to New York. It's expensive to make New York work, but we'll figure it out. I mean, it's a trip's a trip. Well, we talked about, I mean, we a, a trip is different than living there. We talked about we want to, we would like to live there at some point in our lives. In our in my 20s. I really want to I want to live there in my 20s at some point. I want to go see the, all the, I want to I want to go for like seven days. Wait, have you been there? I've never been there. Oh, okay. I've been there once. I was there for a few days. I want to see Manhattan. I want to see Brooklyn. I want to see Staten Island. I want to see the Bronx. I want to yeah. see the. I want to see all the boroughs. Mm. But I would love to go see New York. Um, but I'm going on a very polar opposite trip, which is the Oregon, and it's going to be a very hippie trip. We're going to, like, uh, we're going to go see. Uh, I think we're going not Yellowstone, Yosemite's in California. I get Yosemite and Yellowstone confused. Yeah, we're gonna go to Yellowstone. Um, I want to go see Mount Rushmore because I think it's funny. Because <laughs> I like, like I know there. the history about it, and I go, let me go see how fucking stupid this thing really. Yeah, wasn't is. Wasn't it built on like a sacred? Yeah, and then mountain? they were like, they were like, well, we'll blow it up and get rid of it, and then the Native Americans are like, no, you just fuck it, you're gonna fuck it up even more. Just keep the faces on it. <laughs> And then they're like, Put okay. The bird shit on them. <laughs> um, I want to see that, but we're going to the coast of Oregon, staying on a national park there. We're going to East Oregon and then Montana and then somewhere in Minnesota as well. So I'm very, that's going to be like a 10 day trip. Yeah. I'm excited for that, but we'll go to New York. I want to go see New York because I think I'll, I think I will like it and I think it'll be dangerous for me, but I, if I'm going to move there, I'm going to figure out when to do it because I don't want to get screwed. Yeah. You know, we were talking about like with, you know, career making, it's like the internet is here. You know, we don't need to rush to move anywhere because we know people who have made, who are making careers here that mm-hmm. they're getting the following that they need to make right. the move. 
And uh, if you can do that here and use just use the internet, then just use the internet. Don't put yourself in a shitty position where you're paying out the ass and you can't afford to live in your own house. It's like mm-hmm. um, someone this I was listening to Giannis Papas mm-hmm. and he was like he did a bit and someone was like, well, why don't you do that as a show? And he's like, I just did the bit. He's like the bit. I did on this podcast is going to reach tens of thousands of more people than it ever will at one show. And he's absolutely right. And you have to think about with that music, like, yeah, you want to do performing, you want to do live performing so you can make money. You're not doing live performing so you can make your audience bigger. You're doing the marketing online to make your audience bigger. That's where mm-hmm. all that is. Well, and you you do it to like when you like connect with people physically with the music. Right. You can't do that online. So, uh, there's we gotta we'll think about it. But uh, yeah, it's a it's been we it's been developing. It's been whatever we're gonna do has been we. We're getting educated on what we have to do. Right. And we're constantly we're being informed by the things. What people, well, the mistakes that people have made and some of the, the successes that people have made around yeah. us. And, you know, we're putting music together and it's pretty exciting that we will eventually be under a whole new name, a whole new project, yeah. whole new, all new music. Yeah. And um, I'm really excited for that. A lot, of the, a lot of the songs that we're writing are completely different <laughs> than whatever we've ever written before. Under... When we had profits in the mirror, it's right. completely different. Completely different. I mean, completely. and it should be because that is yeah. so far gone. It's weird. It's so far gone that we need a whole new thing, and I'm excited mm-hmm. because we're gonna have it now. We are. We kind of yeah. We already feel like we we've been living in in whatever this new thing is for like quite some time. Right, and we just didn't give it a name yet. So right, we were fi- fixating on that. So, but we have some exciting stuff coming down the pipeline. I um. Yeah we and actually somewhat soon like it mm-hmm. will probably be this summer or early fall mm-hmm. uh, which is really exciting to think about that yeah, there will finally. be real production that's going to be um not embarrassing <laughs> be like hey listen to this it's actually good it's right. actually mixed well it's actually produced we have a music video it, we have all these things lined up yep uh, and, and the whole thing with the music, as much as the music grows, the podcast is going to grow too. And, and our reach is just going to become bigger and, and we're figuring out ways to get our name out there more because, um, the people who listen to us like the show, they like the way me and you talk to each other. They like that they feel there and, you know, without you, the audience, we wouldn't have anything. So, I mean, thank you guys for listening and you know, giving us, it's an opportunity to just see what this is and how we like it. And I really love the me, podcast. I mean, I, mean, I love we're, doing the podcast. We're 23 episodes in and we have many people said to us like that the last episode was like one of our best. And it's like, that feels so weird that right. like close friends and like kind of new friends fucking Some like complete strangers and, to me. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. It's, it's awesome though. Like it was a good idea. It's, I, I have so idea. much fun doing this. Like yeah. we always talked about like, let's do it. And then mm-hmm. we just did it. And then, um, it's fun. I, I'm, I like kind of the networking that we're doing. I'm just, I'm excited to get certain things in order because I want a lot more guests and it's coming. Like we're going right. to, we're going to have so many more people on. We're going to have so many more things to show you. We're going to have video and we're going to have all these things. I'm just, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. Yeah. It is. And you have to be patient. But hey, uh, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but thanks, you know. But thanks. Yeah, thanks for watching. Keep watching. Well, not watching. Thanks for listening. listening. You will be watching soon. But hopefully, 
You will be. No, not hopefully. You will be watching soon. Yep. So, I mean, mean, that's about it for this one. But uh, thank you guys for listening. As always, episode 23. Bye-bye. Thank you.